Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to tonight's episode of The Screw on Much Obliged TV. I'm really excited to, about tonight's episode because I get to introduce my hero. So, you know her as the people's tramp, the queen of smut, the girl with the signs, the manager you love to hate. From do or die bed sty, the insatiable Felicia Rose. <laughs> Welcome. Thanks for having me. So, rumor is that uh, you are the shit. Is this true? I don't know, but mm. probably. Okay, mm -hmm. okay. Well, I'm glad you could join tonight. And I want to uh, have you on and talk about a few things and pick your brain and see if you are as the shit as people say you are. I don't know if I like this term. But the okay. shit is probably You can bad. go with it. Sexy, hot, I don't know. All it just things. reminds me of like my mom used to make me for like a dinner time thing. It was like... Like shit? It, Your mom made you shit for dinner? It was like refried beans and like cheese. Oh, that is a little it's bit like so shit. It's hot actually. in here. Oh. Because, oh my god. Baby, at least... You need to you get should, an AC up in this place. You place. should take that off. Yeah, clearly I need to absolutely get naked. <laughs> They're pointing to ACs that are not currently running, by the way. We're just trying to get you naked. Well, it may occur tonight. You never know. Not you, Felicia. Oh, oh that's not cute. We don't like that. Mm -hmm. No, you too, though. Okay. Okay. Mm -hmm. So um, this week, uh, we're doing our usual show. You're joining as the co-host and my uh, star guest. I don't think I'm the co-host. I think I'm just your guest. Oh. I don't Even really want to do anything tonight. <laughs> I'm tired, I'm upset, and I don't give a shit. So I'm the guest. That's how it works. Yeah, all right. And well, I'm going to I'm going to be very like have a challenge on my hands tonight. I uh -huh. can feel it. So, ladies and gentlemen, let's go into our thought topic of the week. Um, and I'm really excited about this topic um, because everything I know about wrestling is from you, but uh, something uh, happened with Scarlett Bordeaux at impact mm. could you perhaps i mean well do we have hold on before do we have a clip of that i her think we entrance? do we do have a clip so let's she run made that. her debut into impact yeah let's run that clip awesome now scarlet it's such an incredible time to be a knockout to be in the knockouts division how's it feel to finally be oh, here man. at impact she's pretty sexy. Mm -hmm. we are in such a historic Perfect. time for women not just in wrestling but in our culture we're in the middle of a revolution and I want to be part of that to help empower women. I want to be inspiration to little girls everywhere. I want to help fight women's rights. I want to be remembered as the greatest women's activist of all time. Oh, that is fire. <laughs> like, like Susan B. Anthony. Ew. Like Marilyn Monroe or Cardi B. Listen, listen. People say that they empower women. No, they tell them to cover up, but not me. I refuse. I will not be hot shamed. Hot shamed? What is, what is hot shamed? Oh, that's so sweet. I wouldn't expect you to know what that is. Oof. How about you get off this stage and go sit in the audience where you belong? 
known that the smoke show is here to make wrestling sexy again. Oh, what the oh. hell? Wow. Well, first of all, who has their ringtone on? Yeah, <laughs> studio, ringtone off, not cute. Thank you. I'm the attention. It's gotta be mob. Aside from the fact that Scarlett gets my attention for the next six seconds, maybe ten minutes, she is the epitome of femininity slash she don't give zero fucks about what any man has to say or what any woman has to say about what she's bringing to the ring and what she's bringing to creative. I freaking love it. It's a way to be able to do that character without upsetting the masses, but still making a cool point. But also, you know, it's problematic. And I like that it's problematic because as a woman, guess what you get to be? Whatever the fuck you want. So be problematic, cause some shit, stir some waves, Maybe don't put down other women. I know it's a gimmick, but that's not one thing I condone. I will say I don't like putting down other women, to, but she's a heel. And to get heel heat, sometimes you have to say the things that you wouldn't normally say. And aside from on the major TV networks, I'm all about any kind of heel heat you can get. Do it. Do it big. If your bosses say do it, do it. And I think that Scarlett Bordeaux knows what she's doing because she's basically saying, shut the fuck up, everybody. I'm going to be hot. I'm also gonna be badass at the same time. So props to her, and yeah, I think you are bringing sexy back to wrestling. Ooh, yeah, if you ever want a lesbian <laughs> female, I, don't, I guess that goes, that's redundant. If you ever want a lesbian uh, valet or manager, call me, Scarlett. Ooh, yeah. I can see that scene. Yeah, I'll that. lose a few pounds. So <laughs> I'm still learning a lot about wrestling, as everybody knows. Mm -hmm. And so like the heel concept is like challenging, and I'm, I'm trying to learn more about this. Um, definitely were a couple of moments where I was like, yeah, that's, that's hot. Get it, girl. Do it. It was, like, really empowering. And then there were, like, a definitely, like you said, a couple of very cringeworthy moments where I was like... Well, that's the point. She's not supposed to be empowering in, like, this positive, over-the-top right. way. She's supposed to be like, no, I came here to do whatever the fuck I want yeah. because I am whatever kind of woman I want to be. And like I said, aside from putting the other woman down, I think that she did it beautifully. Yeah. And obviously to get heat and to get booed and to yeah. be like, oh my God, you have to say something that's gonna cause no. a and, I, and everybody likes Alicia, she's really, really great. And obviously like that got a bunch of like, <gasps> so it yeah. makes sense to like not go after her, but I liked this segment versus yeah. some of her, her previous segments and whatnot. Well, so like a lot of the times we talk on the show about like, you know, sex as like, kind of an empowerment thing and I definitely like responded really nicely to that I liked her kind of like unapologetic like I can be powerful and I can be sexy I think that's a great message it's a message we talk about a lot well on, right they talk here. about like Susan B Anthony Alicia says that and then she's like no like Marilyn Monroe or yeah, Cardi yeah. B but guess what every single one one of those women is pivotal in a different way in the in the realm of feminism it's just it's just a different you don't always have to have the same path to have the same message. You can empower women through a different path, a different lifestyle or a different choice. And I truly think that that was like the epitome of, of sort of showing the dichotomy of like, no, but here. So, and it's also acceptable. So can I ask you this? No. Like, what, what, <laughs> what image, like, you know, now that you're a manager, and you have like a voice for some sort of representation with 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 women. 
like what what kind of um, <laughs> yeah you just handle that for me. Mm -hmm. uh, what kind of um, you know what kind of message do you think you're trying to like weave into your your, your gimmick? Yeah. Oh well, the problem with being a manager is that I mean I'm not a wrestler, so I okay. don't get to like have full say over what goes on. I see. Essentially, I am told sort of the general gist, and then. It's up to me to go from there. I'll say this. So far in the past, most of the people that have booked me have simply just been like, um, be yourself. Mm -hmm. So be, aka, be a little bit raunchy and a little bit controversial, but a little bit sweet. I feel okay. like that embodies all of it. Yeah. And that's who I am, honestly, at the end of the day. So anybody, anybody that's really booked me has booked me as that, but also then... I'm good at shit talking, sure. so I end up being. And that's the heel part, right? Yeah. Okay. Right. Okay. Cool. Well, it's, I mean, it just depends on like whatever. Oh. So, okay. but yeah. So, uh, so unfortunately, because I'm, but, sorry, I'm gonna go back and say I do get to have some sort of spin or some sort of obviously say on what I say or how I carry Related myself. Related to you, yourself. Related to however I want to do it. Okay. So like they'll say, here's your flavor be in this realm whether it's you're a naughty person or you're okay. just a nice girl or you're good at saying words on the microphone whatever it is and then from there i tried i tried to mold it into something that girls or women can look up to or appreciate whether you hate me or love me yeah you hate me because i'm a strong badass bitch or you love me because i'm a badass bitch that's also sweet nice. you know? yeah i see that so i wanted to wrap up that topic i want to just kind of weave in like some Obviously, information that's new to me, but I heard, and it sounds exciting, and I think we should talk about it. And I also want to like, I also want to think if we can weave into this um, a little bit of conversation about a third thing. Um, so, uh, intergender inter wrestling mm -hmm. is something I've been like hearing as a hot topic, as well as the first female pay-per-view special, female wrestling pay-per-view special. Is that right? Is that yes? This? So there's so. Just to go to the last thing first, there is for the first time ever an all women's pay per view featuring all the women. So that's awesome. There was um, there was recently a pay per view and it take, took place in Saudi Arabia and because of the rules, women could not show up and wrestle. So because of a lot of the backlash that WWE had, I think they decided to you know, honor the woman, and it's time. They have a big enough mm. female roster. They have plenty of women, whether it's in the Mae Young Classic or the women on NXT or the, you know, people waiting in the wings. And also all of the women, you know, in WWE, whether it's SmackDown or Raw, there's such great talent, and I really think it's time for them to feature. So, you know, first we came away from having the Divas belt, uh -huh. then we came away, you know, then we had the women's belt, and now it's, you know, we have different types of women getting into the ring. We have all sorts of, you know, everything is being represented essentially. And we're moving toward a more progressive state of mind when it comes to the females. So not, you know, not all the women come out looking all sexy. Some of the women do and great for them. I right. love that shit. Nice. And then some of the women come out looking like they're going to, you know, do an MMA move on your ass because they came from the MMA. You know, yeah. we have Ronda Rousey, for example. She's like the perfect epitome of fucking nice. feminism. So. Ms. Felicia Rose, can I have, can I have a... Can no. I have a, okay, so this is actually a great, like, so with that 
it's a good segue into the intergender. And let me ask you this question, and maybe mm -hmm. it'll help props like how to talk about this. Do you think these elevation of like female wrestling and female wrestlers is going to at all change this concept, this like idea of ring rat? Like, I mean, Ooh. this this term that like obviously you have been called and has well, been floated around. Well, we have to let me specify. Ring rat means the fan. So okay. as a woman in wrestling, you're looked at differently than the a, a female fan in wrestling, like a woman fan. Sure, in wrestling. but do you think the promotion of like in general females in the oh, business might change? Oh, the, like, I think that it's definitely changed. I mean, listen, I got in trouble for holding up that face fuck me fin sign three years back. And since then, the support for women who just don't care what you have to say. Yeah. Or there what seems you to be think. a lot of good people. Like, yeah, like that's that way more. So I think that, you know, everything's changing. It, you know, there's, are we behind in the times? Yes, mm. wrestling needs to step mm. the fuck up and recognize things like sexual assault. And, you know, general, just not using women in general. Like, I'm on a show tomorrow and there's only two women on the card and neither of us are wrestling. Okay. So. Let's get that to that in a second. Okay. Um, but just to wrap this up, so do you do you think, and I'm just gonna ask this based as an outside of the industry question, do you think that there is hope that we're going to a like that there will be an opportunity. Oh, well, we didn't talk about intergender. Well, so that's what really, I was about really to quick. say. Intergender in the indies is welcomed. It's okay, but I will say that there are a lot of men that are like, this is stupid. The idea is that it's supposed to be believable. Men shouldn't sure. be fighting women. I'm sorry. The idea is supposed to be that we're all at an even playing field because we're athletes. Right. It has nothing right. to do with what's between your legs. There are Absolutely. plenty of women that can kick plenty of men's asses. Now, if it's believable, it's believable. If it's not they didn't do something right. Hey. So as long as it's believe, and trust me, whether it's, you know, Kimberly versus Dickinson in the ring, or, you know, Ronda going after Triple H in WWE, which was a oh, huge step, yeah, yeah, which yeah. I think is where we're going with this. Honestly, I think that as long as it's a believable situation, it works and it's all nice. up to the wrestlers. So into the booking, if you get booked wrong, well then maybe it's not believable. But intergender, I think, is should be welcomed, well, yeah. and it should be something that. And it sounds cares to me about. if the ladies are good enough for you to sexualize, they should be good enough for you to wrestle. Ooh, so there's a fucking challenge for you. Boom. So all right. <laughs> I hope I'm not getting toilet paper stuck up. I probably am, right? Yeah. There's all like right. Toilet paper. Oof, this is tough. Like, I mean, I'm impressed that you do this every like episode with all these intros. So moving right on, I wanted like the highlight of today's show is the this week in wrestling segment, um, and you know what I wanted do with this segment is is um, talk to you a little bit about um, what's going on with you in wrestling. With me? Yeah, with you. Oh, okay. Um, and I, I see why you said earlier. I believe like, we have a, 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 sweating a, a like flyer a somewhere to show for this promotion that you're yes. a part of tomorrow. Yes. Can we throw that Can up, Can we Maria? throw up the flyer? <laughs> Throw up the fire. Throw it Try up. Try to get to There you yes. have it. So tomorrow evening, Friday, whenever you see this, I don't know, <laughs> maybe last week, um, I will be at NYC Wrestling. It's typically in the Bronx. This time it's in Bergenfield, New Jersey. Come see me. I will be um, managing. I think I somebody that there. Oh, weird. I, <laughs> that's strange. Me too. I will be managing J. George, and uh, I think you guys will be pleasantly surprised with what happens. Mm -hmm. 
or something. Yeah, very yeah. nice. Come see me. I'm definitely oh, going to have my tits wait, out. Wait, wait. So what? is this the event that Joey Ryan is at? Yes, Joey oh. Ryan is there. So Okay, um, I have to see this dude wrestle. Yeah, he does dick stuff. Yeah, that's why I have to see this dude yeah. wrestle, obviously. Yeah, I, we need to get him on here sometime. Yeah. Oh, Joey. Joey, please. Holler. Holler. It won't be so Holler. hot. We'll, we'll have to put like, some creative images around your penis, but we'll figure it out. Yeah. So yeah, Joey Ryan is uh, going against El Real Day, and he was actually supposed to come on the show today, but that's okay. We'll have him another time. Yeah, and we look forward to having you on, man. And uh, if you don't know, El Real Day, aka EC Negro, aka the King of New York. York. So it should be a good show. Um, Jay George is going against Ace Romero, and I don't know. I think you guys. Yeah, I have a little surprise. It'll be fun. That's it. That's all I have to say about that. Because I can't say much. Excellent. So I'm excited. Everybody should come check out that show. Show your love. Starts at 9. 9. Show your love for the insatiable Felicia Rose, the people's tramp. Please come Come get smoked up. (laughs) So I... So this journey with us in wrestling, it's new for me. You know? It's new. So I have questions. Yeah. Obviously I have questions. And... I might not have answers. I have been reading this book by this academic to try to help me as well because I don't have unencumbered access to you all the time. I wish I did, but I don't. And uh, by R. Tyson Smith. And Mm -hmm. the book is Fighting for Recognition. I've heard about this, yes. Identity, Masculinity, and the Act of Violence in Professional Wrestling. How did you like it? Did you enjoy it? It's... It's really well done. It's a great study of wrestlers. It's a great like kind of tie into like the sociological aspects of wrestling. It's very exciting. So I like kind of like hunted around with like kind of things that I wanted to talk to you about from this book. And, okay. Um, so if you're comfortable, the first question. I might not know like the well, answer. Well, you might not. I've, listen, I've only liked wrestling long term for five years. I liked it fine. as a kid. I jerked off to it. My friend would be in the other room, and China would be on the TV, and I'd be like. Hey, but as my dad says, you're you know, against just... like the the armchair, I saw, I remember that it was like leather. What's up? You know who you are. Anyways, mm, with yeah. the chair. Or... Yeah, the person that oh. is the friend of the chair. Nice. The friend of the chair. That doesn't make sense. That's Anyways, awesome. hopefully you're not watching. <laughs> I humped your fucking chair watching China on TV being hot with Triple Eight. It was so good. I love that shit. So. Well, you're still the person I know who knows the most about this. Yeah. You're who I have access to. So. Okay. Let me ask you, um, one of the things that when I talk to people, they're always fascinated to hear about wrestling fans because, you know, I wouldn't say I run around with like crazy crowds, but like I run around with people that don't watch wrestling and the questions that come to their mind is always like, so wrestling, there's that weird like back and forth between like it being very homoerotic and it also like having a lot of homophobia also like in twins with like some of the fans and their backgrounds, you know, and and that's a very interesting thing to exploit and market around, like Finn Balor. And maybe that's the new age of like wrestling on some level. But it's hard because with him I don't necessarily think that's exploitation as much as like he wanted to do it first. Nice. And I think that he was the right wrestler to do it because Finn is very queer friendly. Ferg is a person I know outside of WWE, and he's a nice guy, and I do think that he, as much as I didn't like the way that they originally, like, did the whole gimmick. That was the choir thing? No, no. no. You know, like, all LGBTQ uh, community from New Orleans was apparently on the stage, and it was weird. But anyways, aside from, like, that one pay-per-view weird thing I didn't like, 
I do like how they did it, and I do like that it was him that did it. Because if it was another wrestler, I don't know if I'd believe it. Now, there's a lot of female wrestlers, like lesbian wrestlers, that I think also could have or should have done it, but because he isn't necessarily identifying, or at least openly identifying as queer, I don't know. Like, I don't know that part, Well, so you know wrestlers, though. Like, like the the behind-the-scenes thing. Like, there's an awareness, right, that, like... They're kind of camping it up in a very homoerotic way sometimes, not always. Well, I'll say this. The homophobia happened because of gimmicks. And I think that it hasn't been until recently that we see gay wrestlers or lesbian wrestlers or whatever, whether it's drag queen or, you know, whatever it is. Nobody's, as of now, some people are going to their stereotype, which is okay. Okay. But there's way more gay wrestlers and you know LGBTQ community in general that are wrestling based on the premise that they are good wrestlers. Okay. Has nothing to do with their queerness, has nothing to do with their, um, you know, who they are in the LGBTQ community. It's mm-hmm. just simply about the fact that they're a wrestler and they're openly gay. So obviously there are still a couple wrestlers that are I don't want to say stere- you know, stereotypes because if that's who you are, if you that's are a guy that comes out in a rainbow suit, you know, shout out to like Danny Martinez, you're a great dude. You come out as a very flamboyant Ooh, wrestler. Wait, who is this? Why haven't I met them? I soon. Okay. Soon actually. Okay. But um, okay. you know, like that's a great example of somebody that might you might from outside be like that falls into a stereotype. No, I think that's just Danny being so, Danny. So I think that like because we've strayed away from those stereotypes and also like the the you know super macho well like the homosexual wrestlers the bad guy that kind of we've strayed away from that kind of bullshit and we're not doing these like over the top things anymore we're just having wrestlers be themselves and whether that's you as a campy over the top flamboyant wrestler or that's you as just a strong man that also happens to be out i think like because of that the the homoeroticism is now appreciated more because we're not making fun of the homo... We're not doing homophobia as right. much as we used to. Right. It's there, but it's not as as as. Okay, so, so the industry is getting better. They're not there yet. But, like, like, does it sound like, in general, the atmosphere and climate for some of these things is better? Like, for, like, let's say more queer fans, right? If there's queer wrestling and queer, you know, stuff, I know that there are queer wrestling fans, but, like, maybe more would be attracted with, like... Well, yeah, I think that's, like, the Finn thing is, you know, now we have a lot more wrestling fans that are coming out as, like, yeah, I'm just queer-friendly in general because we have, like, a major face out there representing this community. So I think we've come a long way. We have a lot way to go, a long way to go, because I think, once again, some of those stereotypes are unfortunately still there just as far as um, not necessarily stereotypes, but, like, a storyline will include two guys kissing and like sometimes it's it's supposed to be a bad thing and sometimes okay. it's a good thing so you know we teeter on the line but once again sure. when you're in the indies i think that you can get away with a lot more because you're not explaining to a million people across the country sure. every Monday night what it means. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. And so, hopefully, you know, and I have a mixed the, bag as far as how I feel sure. about that. You and know? hopefully the fans at those shows, like, under, you know, understand what's happening and are not, like, you know, taking it to the next level. Okay, so this is the next couple of questions I really want to ask you from, like, 
the standpoint. Well, can I, yeah. hold on, I need to interrupt you. Yeah, I will say this, Joey Ryan is a perfect example. He's a wrestler, he's married to a woman, a female wrestler, and every time he posts something with like a dick flip or a move where like a butt or a lollipop or something is, is happening, he then has to block like a hundred people for like their homophobic comments. So while the wrestling has progressed, have sure. the fans, not necessarily. Do we see it as much? No, because it's it's easier to do it behind yeah. your keyboard than in person. We'll probably all gang up on you, but not in like a yeah. gang way. But you know, like in like a that's not right way. And yeah. so I think that you know it still exists as far as the homophobia on the fans. Yeah. Side, fans for sure. do better at that. Seriously, you're watching yeah. guys in like onesies or whatever you call those. Yeah, like the next step to underwears. watching two dudes fucking getting mushy together yeah. on a mat is having a lollipop in his underwear oh. and joking about it. Like, yeah. get over the exactly. fucking shit. Hey, what's okay. that? It's what? comedy wrestling. That's the whole point. What? <laughs> what's that Instagram with all the like very homoerotic wrestling? I don't know. Let's not uh, shut right. it up. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> um, I don't know who's behind it. <laughs> That's true. Okay, so the next questions like are really about because I know that like you know a lot of people in the indies, you know people that are like hustling, hustling right now to try to survive, to to come over, I think is one of the or make it over or whatever the Get over. Is. Get over. Come you. over. Come over. Come Why on don't you come over? on over? Um, no. So in that case, I wanted to ask a couple of questions. First sure. The thing that I always see, even though like people understand that like a lot of things are gimmicks and whatever, is that the athleticism is still there and it's still dangerous. Like I feel like every time I talk to you, another wrestler has like died, died or broken their neck or something like that. Yeah. You know, and like it seems to me some of these matches and what I read from in Tyson's book is just there are levels of these matches that like set up a different kind of environment, sometimes more violent than others, <laughs> sometimes more like Tool, taking tools and props and doing things that really do put the wrestlers in a different level of danger. I'll say this. The wrestling that has includes death matches, because that you're talking about the ones that yeah. become blood sport, yeah, 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 right? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So that's called a death match, typically. And that okay. kind of match that ends with, like, blood everywhere. Now, some matches have blood in places, and that's typical whatever but if it's ending in blood everywhere because we have light tube smashing and we have you know barbed wire baseball bats and thumbtack baseball bats and bags of thumbtacks put on the floor (laughs) and suplexes through tables with you know dildos that have thumbtacks i saw my friend did that one yeah well you know when the fans can bring their own uh weapons you know okay but uh shout out to suck me crew but honestly um Sometimes those matches are actually less, like they're safer. It depends. I mean, it depends on if okay. the wrestler is truly trained and how to deal with the okay. death match, obviously. But let's say everybody knows what they're doing. Okay. If the wrestlers know what they're doing, like you could get way more hurt with just like an off the top rope move. Okay. Just because of because your neck happening. could break way way easier. Now, if you put if you put those types of moves in with like you know all of those other things yeah. I just discussed, then yeah, obviously that's probably the you know a death match with a lot of uh, acrobatics is probably the scariest right. match on earth. Oh, but you know, like if they're coming off of like uh, fences and shit like that, that's some AGT stuff. Yeah, right. like you could really fucking kill yourself. Yeah. So I mean, and there are people that have unfortunately died in the ring. So. I do think that, but they those haven't. I don't think have been death matches. Okay. So that's those what have I just mean. Been accidents it's, that can happen. Accidents, yeah. Just you know, people 
landing the wrong way or taking a bump the wrong way and and so, unfortunately or or usually heart attacks it's not you know if you look at the people that have died in the past it's it's not a ton of people that have been like paralyzed or something like sure. that but there are enough out there so so do you think safety is in like the hierarchy of concerns of promoters like for the wrestlers or is that vary too from what like you? I mean, it varies. I, I guess it varies, but I think the idea is not just on the promoters; it's on the wrestlers. Okay. The idea is at the end of the day, you're supposed to have a match where both you and your opponent come out alive and without serious injury. Got it. And if one of you have made a mistake to cause otherwise, as a trained wrestler, you need yeah. to then you know go back and revisit that thing whatever it was so if somebody gets hurt it's not supposed like really truly hurt now if somebody bleeds if you you know like the skin at the top yeah. of your head's very thin you know it's yeah. nbd but that's not what i'm talking about if yeah. somebody gets truly hurt it's not a gimmick it's not a work it's okay. just simply they got hurt then obviously something was done wrong so okay. whether on their end or the or both ends so my final question for you, mm-hmm. and this is as somebody like... I'm not a wrestler, so I don't fucking... No, I, that I get, and I'm not trying, you know, I'm trying to, like, ask you in, in, in such a way that, like, because from what I can see, like, you have a lot of, like, like movement in these, like, areas, and your commentary on matches is very much appreciated. It's heavily followed. It's, it's just because I say naughty things. Well, yeah, but fine, whatever. You also in have... L- using, like, alliteration. Well, <laughs> I think you also have really fun opinions about what's just witness in the ring. So with that being said, you also know have a phenomenal knowledge of gimmicks, song starting, outfits, what was an old outfit versus a new outfit. And so that led me to ask the question, what is? what do you think the differences are between male wrestlers and female wrestlers in creating their these gimmicks like you know from like a fan base perspective sure i'll say this men have because there's so many more male wrestlers out there they've done it all yeah. so i feel like there's more opportunity for a woman wrestler to have a fresh and new gimmick however i feel like Unfortunately, the fans typically pigeonhole them into a specific box and Mm want to see them, depending on, like, their look, as a specific type. So, like, say it's a bigger girl, they want to see a bigger girl as a heel, but, like, sometimes that bigger girl could be a face. And, like, there are bigger girls that are faces, Mm -hmm. and it works, but, like, it sometimes takes a little bit for the fans to warm up to it. So I do think that... um, I do think that women have different challenges. It's just all about, like, men could get away with more. There's a lot more opportunity on the table. There's a lot more gimmicks you can do. But have they been done before? Whereas women have to just, you know, they have to come up with something new and fresh, but also understand what their fan base is. And unfortunately, because women are still sexualized on the level that they are, they have to come up with things that, so, they wouldn't maybe normally come so up So just with. to tie it, tie it back, what do you think is fresh and new about Scarlett Bordeaux's? Well, actions? I think the idea, like, we haven't seen that whole, like, selling sex gimmick since, you know, back when WWE was allowed to just sell sex. do that. Yeah. yeah. I mean, we have seen it since, but I think she's unapologetic in it, and I think yeah. that she owns it in a way... Like, she owns it online, she stays true to her gimmick. I hope I, it grows and evolves a little bit. I, I think it will. I she think said a lot of powerful things about Some guys women. that I know, like, you know, kind of basically told me, like, 
yeah, I think that she is basically saying fuck you to everybody and what you think. And I and that is what and that yeah. right there is the definition of feminism. So you know, that's yeah. that's creating a new wave of like, yeah, we don't care what you think about any gimmick that yeah. we do. Fucking it's gonna be great nice. or it's gonna be bad, and that's how you'll decide how you like it, you know? Absolutely. So I want to thank you for answering these questions. I want to thank you for all the education you continue to give me on this subject. Yeah, sure, like, whatever. Um, I'm really excited to hear about how the show goes tomorrow. I've heard the events that you've done, like, ha so far have been fire, and, like, you know, fans enjoy them, promoters enjoy it, and hopefully they'll keep asking you back, and, like, people will be, like, in high demand for you. So. Um, with that said, um, I think, you know, we should consider going to the mailbag of the people's, um, choice. All right. So, our, what's the next segment? People's... The people's choice. It's a okay. people's mailbag, um, segment. People's choice. People's choice. Are we good? Yeah. Whatever. We always fuck this up. We so. do. We'll get used to it. I mean, he always fucks it up. I don't know. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> I think it's the first time I've done it. That makes sense. Um, so we have some listeners' questions, but we also have some questions, um, hopefully, from our crew tonight. Yeah, like, our studio audience, if our, you guys have any questions, feel free to chime in. Yeah. Let's start with our first mailbag question. Yeah. Oh, sorry. You're supposed to be... I know. Right. So, <laughs> the first mailbag question we have, and I like this because, you know, your versatility with questions is wonderful. So, mm -hmm. this gets back kind of to your roots, and it was a question that was, how do I ask my wife to be more kinky? Apparently, this individual is, like, really struggling with, like, his, like, own desires and wants to share it with his wife, but don't know how to get there. Okay. I'm not married, but I will say this. When you are in a committed relationship, if you all of a sudden, out of the blue, decide that there is a subject that you need to breach, you need to do it in a very careful way. Yeah. You have to be careful because the idea is that person, if it's your partner, I don't care how jealous or not you are, the immediate thought in their mind is going to be, well, what was I doing wrong in the past? what made them change their mind about whatever it was that they were okay with in the past? And is there someone else that's making them think of this? Nice. So those are like the typical self-conscious feelings. Right. I feel like a person of a, of a general jealousy would feel yeah. whether, you know, even if you're in an open relationship, your first thought is to question yourself. Well, you don't want your partner to feel threatened as soon as you right. like, say something. You want to figure out how to like structure right. away where they're like, so oh my God, my relationship's to, ending. You have to make sure that you're saying, so I think that if you have a partner that you want to get to be a little bit more kinky because you know you are, you're not, you're not dabbling yourself. You're trying to figure out how to get them to be. I think that you need to make it all about them. I think that you need to set it up in a way where you ask them the right questions, such as, um, you know, whisper in their ear, do you have any fantasies? Is there something that I can, you know, indulge in for you? Things like that. Yeah. Asking with consent, you know, whether it's bending over your partner in the fucking kitchen and just getting kinkier by, like, doing more spontaneous things. First of all, you have to ask first. But... I feel like the whisper in the ear is great. 
and also asking things like, you know, I want to make sure, or not asking, saying things, framing things as, I want to make sure I'm the best partner I can be for you. Yeah. I feel like there's there could be more that you might be into. That's true. What is something that you fantasized about that yeah. you've never told anybody? Tell me your secrets. If you whisper that into someone's yeah. ear while you're touching their titty, oh yeah, yeah. my fantasy is I want to put cupcake on your cock right. while I suck it out. You know, whatever. Well, you gotta it make is. a judgment free zone, and like if right. you keep it light. It has to be judgment free, but it also has to be like it can't be. Yo, I'm feeling kinkier. I need to do yeah. something different. I need some leather and wait. No, <laughs> what you want doesn't matter. If you don't know that your partner's yeah. into this shit, Amen. you need to double check with them by Absolutely. opening up in like sweet ways. With you know, hey baby, would you like it if I put my fingers in your asshole right now during dinner? You know, things like yeah. that. And if they're like, oh my I'm god, ew. Maybe they'll think about it later, whatever. But either way, you have to definitely frame it in a way that is like, I want to please you, not I need to be pleased because I am not satiated by whatever it is you're bringing to the table. Nice. You know, I think that's the right way to do it if you're in a committed relationship. I think that's good. Because otherwise, like, why y'all married anyways yet? Mm -hmm. You don't know her kinks. You don't know his kinks. Y'all aren't giving me. No, then. Okay, then that's how you, you have to Absolutely. you have to tread lightly. Otherwise, it's going to be like, what girl at work has made you think of bondage, and why is it that you want to look at leather, and what is the porn stars you're looking at? Why is she skinnier than me? She has a 32 waist when I have a 36 waist, and her hair's blonde, and my hair's brunette. What the fuck? That yeah. is the average brain, and I don't care. That's the average brain. Absolutely. I don't care what the fuck you say. That's the average brain. So. Absolutely. I I truly think whether you're you know oh I'm in an open whatever or you're not. I think the first thing people go to is being self-conscious because yeah. it makes sense to question yourself. Absolutely. Unfortunately. Um, so let me ask one more mailbag question okay. before we ask anybody in the room. Because, I mean, these answers sometimes are like, take a minute. Mm-hmm. Um, so the, the second question I have here is for you. Mm-hmm. And the question, I like it because I'm a poet, but it's, it's what are you feeling while you orgasm? What am I feeling? Yeah. Like what like what to like describe what it feels mm. like is what it said. It just feels like an eruption in my pussy. So it feels like Can a you lot do it of in your heel voice. <sighs> heel voice? <laughs> in my pussy <laughs> It fills with fucking blood and there's an eruption that comes between my legs and I don't know what to do (laughs) until I rub myself to completion and that is how we make ourselves come that was beautiful yeah no it just feels like that it just feels like it's like an overwhelming like it keeps going and then like the blood rushes to my labia but is there any mental like what is the mental state mental is just wherever I'm at like I listen I'll watch porn for like two seconds close my eyes and think about some weird shit that nobody else is fucking making a porn about so like we're gonna have to go to a pig party after this I am a pig party right now (laughs) I'm a whole Um, pig does anybody does anybody in the anybody in our studio audience have a question Project. This young man with the red and black striped shirt. It can be as filthy or not filthy. You could be anonymous or non-anonymous. Oh, ask anything no about guidelines. sex. Me, him, sex, general, life. 
Yeah. Ask you a question or just ask a question? Just ask us a question, yeah. yeah. What about you? Stefan. That's your that's your camera <laughs> name. <laughs> and uh do you have a question? I have a question. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's, He's been dying to talk about chewing, chewing nuts. nuts. I love it. He doesn't even have a question. He just wants to say, I need to chew these nuts. I swear to God. Mm hmm. No, no, no. No, say it now. Yeah, you immediately. Have, you have to think of something. So I guess I've noticed that when, when uh, gay guys are very forward, like uh, towards another guy, most people find it very humorous, kind of, uh, and it, me included, but what is any other gender, it'd be like a real big problem. You mean like over the top, like crossing lines, like yeah. cat collie uh, and shit? Yeah, but okay. everyone, everyone's like, oh, it's so fine. Bar. A beautiful queen. <laughs> yeah. No, I hear you. Um, How do you guys feel about that? Hmm. Being like, oh, oh my God, look at that ass. How do we feel about it. camping up or people's reaction to camping up? Oh, okay. Well, he's saying camping up with a, a touch of harassment is what he's saying. Yeah. Um, because telling someone they're gorgeous is not necessarily harassment until you get to the point where they're uncomfortable. Like, but going like saying sexual yeah. things that's obviously harassment. So I think it's fine. I think it's unfortunate, but it's true that like when you're operating with you know those kind of identities and those kind of like you know, fabulous, like, personality traits. Can I stop you? Yeah. I think that because of everything that y'all, a.k.a. the gay, you know, community in general, obviously I'm a different... Gay men? I'm, or Gay men, yes, okay, because I it. think the question was gay men related. Yeah, it was yeah, yeah, gay yeah, yeah, men yeah. hitting on straight men, and it's yeah. acceptable when it's a cat collie over-the-top thing. Right. I think that it it's not comparable at all because at the end of the day comparable to what comparable to a straight man catcalling a woman for example i think was sort of the idea right you don't need to compare it no comparison it's more about like is it okay well i i truly believe the first time you hit on someone is is your past like now what you do with how you right. hit on them is up to you if you do it wrong that's a, fuck off if you cat call no but if you yeah. hit on someone in a nice way until they say they're not comfortable well it's kind of like let's i mean we can relate this to wrestling if it's a gimmick it's a gimmick. Yeah, but, but people have to understand it's a gimmick. Well, right, right, but also, like, how long have you guys had to be silent? Why not be able to say, like, why is it less okay? Or, you know, Fair like, point. why can't it be okay for, especially because, like, but also I see the problem with it. Yeah. So it, there's, it's twofold. I think that it's up to how you say it and you say it once. After the first time, if the person's uncomfortable, you shut your fucking mouth. Well, Regardless you of your sexuality, your gender, how you identify, how yeah. you feel about your fucking dick or your fucking cooch or your fucking nothing, whatever you have. I don't right. care if you're a eunuch. At the end of the day, I think it's all about <laughs> yes, you try, you know, you shoot your shot, and then after that, it's up to you how you handle it. And We've got you go another from there. question from the audience. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, audience member. Uh, so. Yeah, 
like transsexuals or transgender women or guys that that deliberately try to like deceive men into thinking that they're women and then like 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 I've worked at clubs before where I've seen it happen where it's like the lights are dim and it's cool and like that and then what know, like, well what do you mean by deceive like not be well, not be I'll forward say, or I'll say deceive by like up until the very last moment pretending to be like yo I'm a full woman right and then like the so you're saying like, a pre-op trans somebody who hasn't somebody who has the, the surgery and stuff all that stuff right but they still have you know man parts and a guy is thinking that it's a woman you're not disclosing that hey I'm transsexual and then, That's what you're and saying. then the person thinks that and they might be drunk or whatever or they might or they might just until the last moment they're like whoa well, you didn't you know like do you think that that's like morally deceptive or do you think that's like like what are your thoughts on that stuff? so i mean well deception's not good regardless no deception's not good but there's a couple things here like you know transgendered individuals have like a spectrum like everybody else of of identity that they're they're operating with you know from the non-binary to trans women to trans men and i think one of the things you know to consider is we're asking, uh, uh, yes, I guess technically a trans woman, but a woman who is identifying as a woman to somehow disclose that they're not a woman, which is in like direct like contradiction to their identity because they're identifying as a trans woman because they are a woman. But if, I'm a, if I'm attracted to you because I think you have a vagina and then you don't, and then you don't tell me this, and then I find out when you go back to my house later, yeah you know? i mean it's well attraction also is the is is a is a level of this right so yeah. like you can be you or you or you could be attracted to femininity in general so a trans woman pre-op but post-op up top pre-op down below because maybe they didn't afford it yet or whatever that could still be viewed as just as feminine to say you know another male like you for example in the audience so i think that attraction versus expectation is what you're talking about so if you are presenting as a woman as a man as a anything it doesn't matter i think what you're asking is do you think they should disclose this before it gets to that point if, like if you know like if you like if, right. if like if you know that i that's that that's like i'm not just let's say like if you know that the person is a straight male and that they're interested in women and yeah. like they're disclosed if you see that but to that transgendered person they are a woman it's just their operation yeah, that makes yeah. the difference Friend, let, let me say this because first of all I, neither Felicia or myself identify as transgendered and these are good questions and what I will say this is I've had questions about this myself in the past because one of the things I worry in the queer community as most people do is about safety so this question is a very good question how transgendered individuals navigate their sexuality with either um, cis identifying men or cis identifying women it's a good question i'm gonna let it sit there because we are not actually equipped to answer that question but what i would like to do is encourage anybody watching this to like help us answer this question even if you're willing to skype with us and let us record it so we can put it out there i would love to hear a few different answers to this question because it is a very good question yeah, yeah. I, mean, I, I know people who personally have had encounters where they they thought it was a woman and like it's like, like i don't have anything like i don't have anything against uh, right. somebody who's trying but i just wish i would have 
Yeah. And the heads up before, like, you know. No, I understand. Like, you know, well, then, you know, and then, and then, and then they, they've actually did <laughs> a position where they felt like. Well, li- listen, I'll say what I, I'm not equipped to answer and you're right. And I was trying to try to kind of guide yeah, yeah. us toward maybe no, what sorry. an answer would be. But I'll say this. How a person identifies is up to them. Right. So if they identify as a woman and they still have a penis between their legs, that's on them. For sure. However, no other person in that club has to go up to you and tell you what their genitalia looks like between their legs. So I'll say this, in all fairness, it's not fair. The assumption should be that the attraction is based off chemistry. However, I do understand the question and I do understand the idea of full disclosure, but then it reaps it or it reeks the question of, do we then fully disclose always what is between yeah. our legs? Because I've yeah. been, I personally have been to the gay club with Aaron, for example, and people have thought that I was trans and were interested in me because they thought I was trans, whether it was because I right. was wearing a soft-sided dildo or I dressed up very right. drag that night. Absolutely. I had extra makeup on. I am very, I am, I definitely have specific genders a part of me, but I am gender yeah. queer in the way that Monday I'm a woman and Tuesday I am a boy. I'm a little boy with no makeup on. And Wednesday I'm getting carded because they think I'm 17. And Thursday I'm a woman again, you know? So as far as I don't identify necessarily as gender, but I am genderqueer. So sometimes I'll go to the bar and people will hit on me thinking I have a dick between my legs. And so in in that case, should I have told them otherwise? Probably. Right. So I think it that if you know ways. if you if you know what the person is expecting, mm-hmm. that's that's my answer. Right. I'll answer it. If you know what the person is expecting, full disclosure. Right. If you don't know, I'm sorry, it's on you. Because yeah, you should have asked. What's yeah. between your legs? Because I'm sorry, if you're fooled into thinking exactly. that we are working with a vagina, right. then that's good. Right. So flip it around, <laughs> back it up and dump it. What is your pro you know what I'm saying? <laughs> that's heel Felicia answer. Nice. I don't you you know I'm not yeah, respectful. that's right. Absolutely. I'm very respectful, I don't believe in that. But like let's let's put it to brass tacks, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. If I have to disclose, you have to disclose, you have to yeah. disclose, right? right. That's my answer. Like if a guy is sees sees, sees someone you know he thinks it's like fully and then and then they're about to initiate sexual contact like before they like if, if you don't just like say okay you just you know we're about to do this. I, uh, you know, well, what if they think that you thought you knew? Well, hold on, right? but, but we keep talking about this theme again, and it's a good question, it's a good follow-up. There should never be an instance where you're about to like initiate sexual contact and you don't know exactly what you're fucking doing. Right. Whether it be sucking dick, fucking ass, fucking vagina. That's true. And that gets into <laughs> consent. So yeah. consent, do you want to fuck my whatever? Do and that's you where the discussion can do come want, up. Yeah, exactly. It's a more natural place. I mean, that's our uneducated answer to the question. But thank you. Thank you, friend. It was a good question. Any other questions or from that? All right. Um, so we have left on the show is our boner segment. So we'll take you to that in a minute. Thank you. Way to ask is the hard shit. Yeah, seriously. Damn. <laughs> welcome I, back. Welcome back. I was just recorded probably saying something controversial, but I was trying to just, you know, 
No, because I mean, so Get it, here's know? the thing about information, right? And it's the thing that is always going on in the media. There's two different things going on, right? There's information that is actual information with data supporting it, and there are people's opinions. And people are entitled to their opinions, and it's informed by different levels of education. We're admitting that ours is limited, and we do still have an opinion about it, sure. You I know? have a lot of friends that Not would a first probably help opinion. us out with this, so Absolutely. let's take care of that. So we so have our fun segment. Yes, and our oh, fun... Oh, yay! Fun, finally! It's another porno puzzle. And Ooh, what porno puzzle? This is, uh, who's fucking whom? Who's effing whom? Oh, you can't say fucking whom? on YouTube. Oh. All right, I didn't say that. I am sweating like it's okay. fucking... So we have uh, five clips that have been picked for us to guess two things. The first thing we need to guess, and these are based on just the intros to a porn. Okay, you know what I'm saying? You get the it? intro to a porn? The intro to the porn. So non, you know, don't flag us yet. There's no nudity in these clips. Okay, it's, so the, like, the the lead up to, the like, lead the, up, the, right. the, the, the setting the narrative, the setting the scene. So uh, we're supposed to guess, uh, first, what is the genre of the pornographic scene we're about to see? Okay. And secondly, um, who is effing whom? What screen am I looking at? Oh, uh, I think we have to look at that one. Um, I can't see it. Maria Maria's chair is a little bit. Uh... No, other way. <laughs> there we go. I'm tall enough to see it from every direction, so. Don't okay. worry about him, worry Perfect. about me. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. All right, let's see Thank the first you. one. Okay, first Wait, cut. wait, hold on. What's, oh. What do we do if we lose? Oh, oh, right. So the great lead up. You have, we have these little toys. Um, they vibrate and do other naughty things. And if you were watching us on IG earlier, you would have seen us play with this very cum-stained um, dildo that uh, Felicia has given me. We every time we get something wrong, we have to vibrate our. We have to turn it up. Yeah, we have to turn it up. All right. Okay. Turn it up. All right. Let's play the first one. All right. I want to get go. the shit right. All right. Here we go. Let's do it. Can we hear it? Can we turn that shit up? Oh no, maybe not. We did last time, but it was hard. But let's see real quick if. Uh... Ugh, I'm so hot. All right, there's. Wait, a, a, okay. Daddy, I'll take good care of the house while you're gone. Make sure you guys don't bring any. There's like a trick. Yes, I've got it. You Yay don't have trick. to worry. Oh, one last thing. Don't fight with your sister. Uh, 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 Fine. Uh, See you Sunday. Oh, okay. All right. Stepsister. Can we replay Wait. it? Oh yeah. Now that it now yeah. we can hear it. Nice. She seemed really good. Sad. Yes, Daddy. I'll take good care of the house while you're gone. Make sure you guys don't bring any boys Yes, I've got it. You don't have to worry. Oh, one last. Don't fight with your sister. Don't fight with your sister? See you Sunday. Oh. oh shit! Okay, whoever chose this is silly because yeah. obviously I know what the. All right, so genre and okay. then who fucks who, who f's whom? Yeah. Okay. My pa okay. Here we go. So, so number one is. Mm -hmm. I have the answers on the back of this paper. So no, not they're in here. Hold on, I should find them. All right, there we go. Okay. I will look. All right. Uh, on your answer. Okay, hold on, hold on. Uh, Okay. I can't even read your writing. All right, here we All go. All right, what let's see. Guess? My guess is it's an incest video. Okay. And it's the sister and the stepsister fuck. Oh, okay. I think I got the first part wrong. I guess a sorority film of some sort. 
and then I, but I did say. Oh, you heard sister a different way, I see. Oh, <laughs> that's right. Well, because I did then write down that she was going to, you know, have. Well, what's the answer? Look at the, look oh, at the answer yeah. sheet. Okay. Uh, oh, oh, this is interesting. So it's, yes, the stepsister. It is, I guess that does make it incestuous. Yay! But also, it's apparently a Manuel Ferrara film. That I did not see yet. We'll watch later. Thank you, producers. Okay. All right. Uh, that's you oh, wrong. Shoot. So, okay. vibrator in your butt. Let's go. Of in my, one. In my butt. I don't know. Wherever you put vibrators. How about vibrators. my taint? Taint right. is totally oh, oh, fine. Okay. All, All right. right. Video number two. <laughs> let's let's play it. Video number two. <clears throat> oh, I can feel that in my. I don't taint. know how to talk while this is. That's the point. <laughs> <laughs> I definitely don't know if I can smoke a blunt and vibrate. Oh, um, yes, you can. And, all right. Pay attention. Okay. All right. Oh, this looks like the same. Okay. Okay. I didn't see it. One Wait. more time, sorry. <laughs> what did it happen? <laughs> no, it's the same one. Oh, no, no, it's not. Wait, there's a scale. Oh. Okay. Oh, it just looks like the same chicks. <laughs> yeah. A scale? Wait, is, she, is she smiling? A scale? Yeah, a scale. What the fuck? <laughs> yeah, that what? was a nice ass. Okay. I don't know what that uh, was. All right. I don't um, a scale. I don't know. Like, uh, I don't even know if there's a genre for that. Um. Okay. Okay. Tell me when you're ready to guess. Uh. uh okay, I'm ready. All right. What do you have? Mine is, it's a weight loss. Genre? Oh, I don't know. Okay. And it's a girl and her tra her male trainer. Oh, I put exactly the same answer. Oh my god, what's I the put, real answer? Okay. Uh, oh, wait. Oh yeah, it's right here. Uh, it is technically a lesbian genre. Okay. What? Okay. And like eight girls have sex with each other. At the gym. At the gym. Oh, it's gym yeah. genre. What the f Why'd she have to weigh herself? That's so I know. weird. What, that's a, what, there was a lot of time. weighing herself All right, video. Whoever sent that clip, you send us the rest that's of it. That's weird. So okay. We number understand. three. Let's do number no. three. Okay, number three. Okay. <laughs> Old man. Okay, another You're always late for everything. That's all I heard. Okay. All right. Okay, so, so there's, there's an old dude. Old dude. And a big table. And a big table. So, okay. okay. I know my guesses. <laughs> oh, wait. Did, oh, we both got the thing wrong. I'm oh, yeah. You to, oh, I have to turn mine up. Here it goes. Hold on. Here we go. Okay. Where do I... Oh. Oh, yeah, girl. Get it. Okay. Oh, this is a different game now. I'm going to get really sweaty okay. now. Okay. What do you have for a guess? Okay. My genre lawyer. I don't know. Is that a fucking genre? Oh, genre. I don't and, know. And um, old man cuck is like who's fucked. Uh, so like Wait, but is it a cuck genre or is it a Oh, lawyer? I guess. <clears throat> I don't fucking know. Okay, well, I put divorce porn. I put this way too close I to put divorce clip. porn because they were arguing, there was a big table, and the old dude. Okay. But I did put in that she does the old dude as well. Okay. Okay, so let's what's see what the answer? the answer is. Number 
three. Okay. Uh, oh, it is divorce porn, which I didn't even know was a genre. But um, apparently, the old guy is not in the. No, it says that they're the white the couple. It's a swingers. They like get another divorce couple that comes. All in. right, up your thing. <sighs> Next, I can't hang you. This is too. Oh, much. whoa, 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 whoa. Ah, okay. I know it like pulsates. I'm sweating I, so hard. Yeah, okay. Is that my girl? Who is that? Uh, you have Eva. A meeting with Richard Hunt. And then, uh, oh yeah, the head office is expecting that report on the case the you filed by the end of the day. Is, is this another lawyer report? Uh, no. Okay. Uh,. Okay. I hope I don't lose anymore because I can't hang. Okay. Okay, who did you put? Or genre? Okay, secretary porn and the purple guy and Eva have sex. <laughs> the purple guy. Okay, I put. I know that like start, but. Manager boss porn and that they do each other. Okay, what's, so, what's the answer? Okay. This uh, needs to end like Number very four soon. is um, <laughs> secretary, secretary porn is correct. And they, yes. they do do each other. Oh, yes, okay. I don't Wait, have to turn it boss up. Count as yeah, boss? just okay. turn up one instead of oh, two. Oh, jeez. All right, the, uh, last uh, one. <laughs> Are we done? The final clip. <laughs> I've come on camera so many times. Oh, shit. Ooh. Wait, wait, wait. Wait, what? What? That was can so you, short. Can you play it again? They really want to trick us. Okay. Uh, uh, uh. Blindfold. Oh, okay. Uh, I'm gonna, I gotta dig deep because all my ideas are the same as what we already saw, so. Um, Hold on. Hold on. <laughs> I've never sweat this hard on this show before. Okay. Um, uh, okay. I don't know what the name of it. Okay, I don't either. Is. Well, I think I do. Okay. Oh, hurry up. Okay, okay, okay. Say yours. Okay, I uh, cock and uh, that it's some random dude that like fucks the girl. Okay. Um, he's putting a blindfold on because it's a secret blowjob, but it's a dude that does it. Ooh, and so then and all three, thank you, bait and switch is the right term. And all three people do it. All right, clip five, clip five. Oh, you are right, it is bait It's a bait and, and switch. switch. And it's MMF. Uh, Anytime you have a dude getting put in, okay, I'm done. Okay. I can't come anymore in camera, okay. Oh, now so, it does, like, wait, the next speed is that, like, intermittent. Why would I drive you fucking crazy? Make it stop. Thank you guys Thank for you watching for The Screw with Felicia Rose and A Love Dirty. Follow us on at Much Obliged TV on Instagram, at The People's Tramp, at The Screw Podcast, at A Love Dirty. <laughs> <laughs> also, be sure to watch us live every other Thursday night on Facebook.com slash MuchObliged.tv. Also, subscribe to us on YouTube at MuchObliged-TV. And if you don't know where the fuck to go, DM me, and I'll probably send a nude along with it. Love you guys. Thanks for tuning in. Peace. Air conditioning now. <laughs> Yay.